The views and opinions expressed on the following program are those of the program host and guests and do not necessarily represent the views of Western Carolina University or radio station WWCU. Hello, friend. As they said on The Truman Show, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night, wherever and however you're listening. My name is Michael Staley, and this is the second episode of the Doors Always Open podcast. If you're joining us for the first time, congratulations, welcome. And if you're coming back, thank you so much. If you are new around here, which I imagine most of you probably are, uh, this podcast is based around open-mindedness. So we'll talk about uh, recent controversies or misrepresentations of groups, uh, things like that. So today's date is November 19th, 2019. It was exactly one month ago, and I feel so bad for waiting this long to tell you, but exactly one month ago, October 19th, 2019, we had our fall break here at Western Carolina University. So I didn't have to travel very far to go home. Uh, I live in Canton, and um, I got the bright idea, out of, just out of curiosity, to look up for any mosques in the area, just so I could get a feel for one and go to one for the first time, see how it is. And and there actually was one. Uh, it's called the Islamic Center of Asheville. Um, I tried to go to it in July. Um, it was right before Asheville City game, and unfortunately, they were closed. I, you know, just kind of figured that they were open 24/7 for some reason, but. It it had a phone number to call if uh, you wanted to come check it out or whatever, and I did. And uh, the guy told me that no one was there, so I'd had to come a different day. But uh, yeah, I went on the 19th, and Fridays is when they have their Jumma, which is kind of like the Islamic version of a Christian church service on Sundays, uh, but they do it on Friday, which I didn't know, but it was like an all-day thing, and a lot of uh, Muslims will make it an all-day thing and ask off for work that entire day every single week, and so they, you know, tell their bosses that, hey, I'm Muslim, and I would like to have Fridays off so I could participate in Jummah, and if I could work any other day, that'd be great. But I went, and it was about 1.30 in the afternoon. There were a lot of cars there. I was I was surprised. I did not think that many people were going to be there, but there were. So I, well, first of all, there are two doors. There's one on the left and one on the right. One is for males and one is for females, and I'll get into that in just a second. But uh, so I walked in, and there's places to put your shoes because you can't have shoes inside. Um, so you put them in a little cubby. Um, and then there's the hall or you go to the right and there's a restroom. Uh, for most Muslims, you are supposed to go into that restroom and there's a process called wudu where you uh, purify yourself. And it includes washing your face, washing your hands, washing the bottom of your feet, getting water and washing your hair, cleaning out your ears. There's a whole long process of purifying yourself to be seen before Allah in his hall. I thought that was pretty cool. Um, I decided to skip that. I didn't know about it before, so I just took my shoes off and went right directly in there. And you don't really have to perform the wudu, but it looks really good if you do. And then uh, you go in and immediately start praying. Just, it's like saying hello to everyone. You just start praying and then you take your seat. And what I mean by take your seat is you just sit on the floor. There's not really chairs. There were chairs in the back. Um, I was told that that is for uh, elderly people that cannot uh, perform the prayer or uh, illness or whatever. Yeah, I sat back there because I had no idea what I was doing. So 
so I just sat there and watched everyone else. But uh, we waited for the imam, which is kind of like the uh, preacher. He was already there, obviously, but we were just waiting for everyone to show up. But back to the men and women, uh, the men sit down first. They sit in the very front, um, and then they are separated from the women. There's like a barrier or curtain uh, that was behind us, and the women and children were behind us. I obviously couldn't see them, but I knew they were back there. I heard little kids crying every once in a while, whatever. And that is not because they were any less valued. It's just um, it looks better that way because you don't really want women to bend over in front of men, you know, whatever. That'd be very inappropriate in the holy setting, I guess. And the imam did his khutbah, which is like a sermon. Uh, They would say a prayer, and then they had their they pray five times a day, so we sat through about two of those, I think, and then the service ended, and I donated about $5 for them, and I kind of waited around, and I was really curious what was going on, and so I waited till after, and the imam came up to me. His name was Yusuf, and he was very nice. He introduced me to several people, and they were from all kinds of countries. There, most of them were American, but um, there were some that were from Jordan and Mali, Pakistan. But I met this kid named Morgan, and he was a local kid that was just white and uh, converted to Islam. And he was actually really cool to talk to um, and explained a lot of things for me. He was Catholic previously and was giving me correlations between Islam and Christianity that I probably didn't think of before. Um, But then we had a, they always have a nice meal on their Jummah. And it was kind of like a chicken breast with uh, rice chickpeas and uh, quinoa and really spicy but it was immaculate I loved it and then uh, the imam brother Yusuf and Morgan and uh, two or three other people all sat down with me and answered any questions I had and I was there for about four hours or something it was really awesome and uh, they gave me a Quran afterwards and um, asked me to come back. They would love to have me back. And I thanked them dearly. And they gave me two or three other books to read if I wanted to. And I've actually read some of the Quran, and it, it actually makes a lot of sense. Um, so I definitely plan on going back. That was that was a very eye-opening experience for me. I was not expecting anything like that. It went really well. And when I left, almost 530 or something, and they were gonna go have tea somewhere and come back later on to do another prayer but they do they make it an all-day thing and I was just blown away and I gained so much knowledge that I didn't think I would that I just was like all right (laughs) I've had enough for today I'll come back another day but I really appreciated this but they taught me about uh, Musa which is Moses and Shaitan which is Satan stuff like that that still kind of included in the Bible but their interpretation of it, how they have angels, you know, stuff like that. Jesus was an angel. So all in all, it was a really good experience. And you want to know why I did that? Because I want to be a more open-minded person. And I want you to be a more open-minded person. That's why I'm here. If you have a suggestion for a topic that you want to be covered on the show, follow us on Twitter and shoot us a DM at Doors Always Open. I'm Michael Staley, and that's it for this episode. But don't worry, we'll be back. Remember, the door is always open. All you have to do is knock.